0: Hey, we got a big football game in Athens, Georgia this weekend. Lane train versus Kirby. First time. And uh, well, since they've been head coaches and they coached together in 2015 in Alabama. Yeah. In 2014. So they know all about each other. Lane's trying to get the group text going, but uh, Kirby will not respond. I don't know what to say about that either. But uh, they all know each other. Obviously, Will Muschamp on the staff. Golding's tied in there. It's, uh, it's beautiful. Ole Miss, number nine Ole Miss, number two Georgia. We welcome in Bill Shanks, Georgia insider, Sports Talk Radio out of Macon, Georgia. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Bill Shanks, good morning. How are you, buddy?
1: I'm good. Good morning,
0: Bob. Uh Brock Bowers, is he playing?
1: Yeah, I think so, and I I don't know how much. I don't know if they'll – I don't know if it's for one play just to stir the crowd up, but from all indications, he's on track, of course. I mean, they've got three days to make the the determination. I mean, he's pushing the play. He's, from all accounts, doing everything in his power to convince Kirby to allow him to play, including by running well at practice and doing the things that you have to do to convince your coach you're ready to go. I mean, I – you know, Bo. If this wasn't the last home game of the season, um, would it be as big of an urgency for him to do this? No. Uh, I really believe it's much about the fact that this is the last home game, more than likely, for him uh, at Sanford Stadium at Dooley Field, and he, he, and he wants to play. He's just a. He's different, man. He's he's a. I mean, these he, these kids, these these players, these athletes are just different, or just kind of wacko. You know, I mean, they don't – I don't want to call Michael Jordan-like, but, you know, they just do things differently. They pl- play through pain differently. They recover differently because of this surge in their in their heart. I mean, it, it's weird to see. But, I mean, I, they started to have a little buzz about this last week. and I'm like, come on. If you want to try to get him back for Tennessee, okay. But give me a break. And I was like, heck, getting back if you go to the SEC championship game. But it's it just different.
0: Wow. Bill Shanks, Georgia Sports Talk Radio, Bulldogs insider on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. He believes that Brock Bowers will play. How much? Who knows? He is generational. Bill, I mean, you have to put it. Y'all have had some great, great players come through the program for decades. He's one of the most talented guys y'all have ever had step on that field.
1: No question. No, I mean, if you want to say Herschel Walker, you know, you can have a debate about that over the of the last 50 years. Churchill Walker the best player overall or the best running back overall. There's no doubt he's in the conversation. We're going to look back on Brock Bowers three years in Georgia and say, and especially, Bo, if they win the national championship game and, and again, and, and in his three years they win three national championships and he played at an elite level every time he stepped on the field, I mean, that even accelerates the conversation about his legacy. But from a talent perspective, this kid just <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch, and and I know we've watched the press box over the last couple of years and and just kind of almost laughed out loud, LOL, because we see him do things. I think I think the biggest thing I remember last year I can't remember again. soon he ran the ball for 75 yards, and he was streaking down the field, and it looked like Herschel Walker running down the daggone field, and everybody in the press box is just kind of laughing out loud because here's this big kid. Take off, and so yeah, his talent level is, is just such an elite status, and and yeah, he's I mean he's in the conversation, and, and I think you could say well if Hershel Walker was the best running back to ever played in Georgia, there's no question that I I think you could say Brock Bowers is not only the best tight end at Georgia, but the best pass catcher in Georgia history.
0: He's unbelievable. What's he like as a as a person
1: oh i don't i don't know i mean i, I don't i don't go to dinner with him. but i mean i've heard things about how how hum- humble he is and and he's I, I know i've heard someone tell me that they're they're kids at georgia uh, and and that you know brock's very very shy and and tries to kind of protect himself which i can't imagine being a big man on campus like him walking around the big campus i mean it's, it's got to be kind of uh different these days with social media compared to back in the day but uh, from all accounts he is a great teammate a great kid i mean i've never heard a bad word about him he's just uh you know for california he sounds pretty good
0: yeah we're, we're visiting with bill shanks georgia insider on the farm bureau insurance guest line all right it, 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 ole miss offensive line versus georgia defensive line uh handicap the matchup for me what what are you looking for here
1: well, the, the Georgia defensive front is so experienced, though. There's a ton of snaps, a ton of games started. Those guys, there's not a Jalen Carter. I don't think we're going to have, you know, Nazir Stackhouse pick up George Jackson's door, dart and throw him around like what we saw with Jalen Carter last year. But there's experience. And and the one thing, and I said this on my show yesterday, and I continue to think that this is just the most unbelievable stat to me of the entire year, in the Florida game, which obviously got out of hand in the second quarter, so this allowed for this to some extent, but there were 10 defensive linemen that played for Georgia. Not one had 45% or more snaps of the stats. So you're talking about a steady rotation of of trying to get people in there and to stay fresh and and to just let people come in and out of that game. And the depth that's there is really good. Again, not a Jalen Carter, not a Jordan Davis, not a Dakobi Dean, not a Roquan Smith, but really good football players. I I don't even know how many, you know, I think the only first-round draft pick slam dunk on that defense right now is Malachi Starks. Maybe maybe another one, but I, I don't know about that. I think, again, I mean, we knew a year ago how many Georgia defenders were first rounders. We knew it two years ago. This year, I mean Malachi starts at some point. So you've got really good, solid football players that cumulatively have put together a great defense. This is a different again, when you've got a player like a Jalen Carter or a Jordan Davis. I mean that's that's different. You know, you've got to keep your eye on that player the entire game. This is not that kind of defense, but this is a, a number of players. Who can do things to come out of the out of the backfield, defensive backfield, and just and stop you? So, you know, um, I heard somebody they say, "Well, Georgia's front seven is not as good as Alabama's." Well, I think that's because Alabama has Dallas Turner. Georgia doesn't have a Dallas Turner per se, but to not the cumulative group of Georgia front seven is a mistake. They're good. They're really good.
0: Uh, where does Kiffen find a weakness, or how?
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
3: No purchase necessary. VGW Group. we're prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Well,
1: I think what to watch is Jackson Dart's ability to run the football. I mean, I, I think it's, I think the chess game bow between Kirby and Will and, and Lane is going to be in... What Georgia does to try to limit Jackson and, and to know that Quinchon's there. And, and that to me is going to be interesting. I mean, I, I, think even good defenses can have problems with running quarterbacks, you know, uh, you know, running quarterbacks. I mean, and everybody points to Peyton Thorne running for, I don't know what it was, 55 yards against Auburn. Well, that's the best play for scrimmage for Auburn all year long, probably. But that doesn't mean that means Georgia's defense is leaky. But I still think running quarterbacks are something that can give Georgia some trouble. So I think that's where the – if Lane wants to push the button, I think he's going to push that one early to see how vulnerable that can be to maybe where he can open it up to where he can start chucking it down the field to Trey Harris a little bit down the road in the game.
0: All right, Bill Shanks making Georgia Sports Talk Radio. Georgia Insider. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. We're talking uh, Old Miss number nine, Old Miss number two, Georgia this weekend, Saturday night in Athens. All right, let's flip it over. Let's go to Carson Beck and Bobo against Pete Golding and the Old Miss defense. Now, um, how impressed are you, or do you still think there's a lot more growth to be had with what Beck and Bobo have done this year?
1: Well, I, I think there is more to do. I mean, I think he doesn't have the ability to do all of it when Rock's not a hundred percent, because that that's a big that's a big gun, kind of bullet in your gun, you know. I mean, you you plan all year long to do things with him, and he's not there. But Oscar Delt, the young tight end, is going to be a great tight end. He, he's he's not going to be Rock Bowers, but that kid's going to be really, really good. I mean, he may be he may be a Day two draft pick by the time he's through in the NFL draft. But they, you know, the thing with Georgia, Bo, is the depth of receivers is ridiculous. I, I mean, truly ridiculous. They have a lack of cocky being healthy has been unbelievable. I, I want to say this, and I know all Miss fans and non Georgia fans are going to say, man, this is cocky. one cocky Georgia guy. So they haven't, quote unquote, missed Brock Bowers one bit in two games, okay? And now, would it be better for him to be there? Well, of course. Missing him? No. Now, if they would have lost one of those two games, we may have said, well, they missed Brock Bowers. But Ladd McConkie, Dominic Lovett, Ra Ra Thomas, you've got Marcus Roseman, Jack saint you've got Arian Smith, you've got, again, Oscar Delt, the other tight end. I mean, you're talking about an unbelievable quantity of pass catchers that are, are options for for Carson Beck and, and so. Carson Beck and Ladd McConkey were were even closer friends than Lad was with Stetson. If Stetson and Lad were very good friends. Carson and Lad have just, I mean, uh, they've just spent more time together over the years, I think. And so, Lad McConkey, three-star prospect coming out of high school, this kid is awesome. He he is he is a tremendous football player. And heck, I think he's going to be a day two draft pick in the draft, from what the mock drafts say. And that's because this kid delivers. He is. If you get if Karspe gets in trouble, he used to concede before the injury. Where's 19 and throw the ball to him? So now he's got Lad McConkey there, and it's it's almost as dangerous. He's an outstanding college football player. So I mean that you know and, and look, Dejon Edwards has gotten better by the week as far as leading that run game. It's a, and and here's the other thing again, the depth that Kirby's built up. And, and again, I know this sounds cocky, but Bo, they lost to Marius Mims six weeks ago to the same ankle injury that. That Brock Bowers had, and, and Amarius Bims was being talked about as a top ten draft pick in mock drafts before the season. They haven't missed him. I mean, he, that depth on that offensive line—it's like, well, how are we going to get Amarius Bims back in the fold there? I mean, they played great on that offensive line, so it's a—it's a—and Bobo, I think, is doing a great job. It's a real dangerous offense; it can really click well.
0: Bill Shanks, Georgia Insider, talking Rebels dogs Saturday night. First time Lane Kiffin and Kirby Smart have uh, coached against each other. Bill, is ten and a half too many, or will Georgia cover?
1: Well, I think it's about right. Um, I, I, I would be a little uncomfortable if it was more than that. But, but look, I think part of it is obviously Georgia's at home. Last home game, night game is going to be. They're going to be drinking all damn day long. They're going to be drunk as heck. Kirby's asking them to come be loud, and they are. This is the last home game of the season, so, and we haven't had a great home schedule for Georgia this year, though it's not been good. And and I'm telling you, if Brock Bowers walks on out of that field, it may be the loudest that stadium's ever been. They'll, they'll go nuts. And Brock Bowers knows that. Kirby Smart knows that. Um, but, it, it look, Georgia is to the point where Alabama has been in the past. They're, they're going to get pushed. And Ole Miss is going to push this football team. I think everybody has tremendous respect for Ole Miss. It's like we had a tremendous respect last week for Missouri. Missouri's a really good football team. But but you've got to beat Georgia for 60 minutes. You know, and I go back to what happened, you know, oh, Georgia's tied with Auburn. Georgia's losing to South Carolina early. That's nice. It's like Alabama. Oh, God, they're down 20-7 to to Tennessee. What happened in the second half? you got to beat these elite teams for 60 minutes. At some point, Bo, it'll happen. I hope it's like in 2035. <laughs> I hope it's extended for a long time. At some point, it will happen to Bo. These teams have got to play an elite game at, at an elite level for 60 minutes. And, look, the last time that they lost in Athens was in 2019 when Will Muschamp was the coach of South Carolina. And I'm telling you one thing, that's probably one of the most influential games in Kirby Smart's history. Because I don't think he's had his team play at that low of a level since.
0: Wow. I remember that game. All right. So, uh, they're confident, as they should be, over in Athens. And they may or may not have the best team in the country, but they've got a hell of a football team. And they're a t- well, on Caesars right now, they're a ten and a half and a point um, favorite. Although, that line has bounced around this week, which is uh, – interesting to monitor all right buddy uh thanks for the time today and uh have a great weekend man enjoy the game
1: all right bud, thank you
0: bill shanks making georgia sports talk radio georgia insider brock bowers jason how do you feel about that sounds like he's uh pretty damn healthy and it's senior day or whatever he is whatever it is now with junior whatever last home game for this year Brock Bowers. And you know, I mean Aaron Rodgers is is twenty years older than Brock Bowers and snapped his Achilles. Yeah. And he's walking out on the field before
4: Jets games and throwing the damn football. Fifty five yard bombs I, on a torn Achilles. What? But somebody please, if you're if you're an Ole Miss fan and you're hearing this and you'll be in Athens, if you can find Brock Bowers car keys, take them and hide them. Okay. Anything you can do to keep him away from the stadium. I know he'll, he'll get an Uber, which we just talked about. Very easy nowadays. Right. Whatever you could do. Slash his tires. Oh, tired, with his NIL they, money, he can get a driver. Yeah. I mean, anything you can, or maybe uh, set up a roadblock or something. Like, keep him away from the stadium. Mm. That makes me so nervous. I, this whole week, I'm like, Brock Bowers isn't playing. Ole Miss is going in. Georgia isn't the best against a running quarterback. Ooh, I'm getting my hopes up. So I'm, I'm doing what I do every year. Right. And then I think here comes the sledgehammer. Okay, and that and that sledgehammer is Brock Bowers. And look, I get it; he's not going to be a hundred percent.
0: Six four, two forty, from Napa, California. No wonder he's so good. He's from wine country. Yeah, go ahead.
4: No, but I, I get it; he's not going to be a hundred percent. Fifty percent, Brock Bowers is still the best tight end in the SEC. Yeah, like <laughs> that's so dangerous. Mm. Mm. So maybe well, let's just hope Bill Shanks is you know reading the wrong board or something and. And maybe he comes out without pads on. I'm hoping that happens.
3: At Luckylandslots.com. Available to players in the US, excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW group, Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus turns and conditions apply.
0: Do you want to go ahead and pick Ole Miss to win now or do you want to wait till Friday? I'll pick Ole
4: Miss now. Okay. I'll, I'll pick Ole Miss. Let's let's think of a score prediction. I think it'll have to be a shootout. Okay. George is gonna score. Okay. I think Ole Miss You has are right. George is uh, gonna score. Ole Miss has to score more than thirty to win. So it has to be like it has to be like the score against AM. Has to be like thirty
0: eight, thirty five. Okay, in order for Ole Miss to win. So you like thirty eight, thirty
4: five? I'll take thirty eight, thirty
0: five. All right, thirty eight. Let me write this down. Thirty eight, thirty five. Ole Miss upsets the number two team in the country.
4: Biggest win in school history. Rebs? Is it? Do you just want to go ahead and call it? Oh, that will be that will be the biggest win in school history. Okay, even more so than twenty fifteen. I think so. Yeah, with the way okay. that Georgia's been winning, that they, how they've like two years in a row, and they look like they're going for a third. I think it's hard to argue that that would be the biggest win. Okay, I, I get it. It's not Nick Saban. It's not the goat. But Kirby Smart's early in his career, and he's proven that's a hard team to beat, oh, especially man. at home. Haven't done it and haven't lost at home in four, four years. years. Come yeah. on, that uh, that would uh, that's got to be. I mean, Bama just lost at home earlier. Yeah, to Texas. So I would I would say definitely that'd be the biggest don't miss win in school history.
0: Because I, then, I agree with you.
4: Because then you're actually with the win against Georgia, and I know that there's talk, and you know Bartu has told us that Ole Miss has to make the SEC championship to have a shot at the college football playoffs. Has to be,
0: he, he said, to have the wins against top 25 teams because game control's not in Ole Miss's favor. Right? But, haven't haven't blown out, and they the the committee loves blowouts. I mean, the one thing that we know is they love. It's why you're seeing some teams put the hammer down, okay? Um, And anybody who's in the mix has to put the hammer down. Yes. Because of game control. Okay.
4: Yeah, I get But if Ole Miss beats Georgia, Ole Miss would have to be, no doubt that I think that would be the number one, one one-loss team. Like, right now, Texas is seven. Mm -hmm. Or uh, Oregon, six. Right. They're one loss. Right. I think Ole Miss would have to be at least six. They'd have to be the number one, one one-loss team. Bama is only a 10.5-point
0: favorite at Kentucky. Now, I watched Kentucky last week. They're not any good. I mean, I know they dominated Mississippi State, but, you know. And I know they took the air out of the ball, but they scored three points in the set. I mean, they're just... they're, They're a nice, solid team. Yeah. That plays hard well-coached on one side of the ball, um, don't know what to do offensively, uh, which could, you know what that could mean? They may not score more than like seven to 10 points against Bama. Ooh, that's so, I mean. Because Bama's got the best defense, defensive scoring efficiency in the conference, even better than Georgia's.
4: And the the best run team that Bama faced this year, besides Texas. Texas, I mean, they kind of did what they wanted. They shut down, and Quinshawn hadn't started going yet, but they didn't let him. Yeah. You know, Bentley didn't do anything, and you've seen what he did against, what Quinshawn did against A&M. He had three touchdowns. Yeah. Against one of the best SEC defenses, or what's supposed to be, most talented at least, one of the most talented.
0: Right, right. No, that A&M defense is good.
4: So, uh, yeah, I could see I could see uh, Kentucky winding up with, with three or seven. Yeah. That makes a lot of sense.
0: Yeah. Maybe even if Bama sleepwalks twenty 7, seven to seven. Twenty four seven. Yeah.
4: Yeah. I could see that.
0: Uh, they won't be interested, but they're just damn good. They haven't done what they needed to do with Devin Leary. Uh, Stoops has never done anything with, with uh Will Levis, Devin Leary. You know, they they know who they are. They recruit well. Um they're they're pretty physical in the trenches and uh salty good on defense. it's going to be a rude awakening. You know, you you handed me this on Lane Kiffin earlier today. Uh, Mark Stoops has only won two SEC games against teams that finish with a winning record. It's been good to (laughs) be in the East, and that's over next year. So I give Mark Stoops credit. He's making eight-plus million a year. He's become insanely wealthy. Um, I think a little of it is... No, game day coach, he's not that good. Offense hiring staffing, which most coaches are not good. They don't know they just hire their buddies. We go over that all the time. Um they don't really know what they're looking for. He he can't get it right on offense, but they're hella good on defense most of the time, Jason. And they have moved up almost twenty spots in composite recruiting since he's been there. Nobody ever does that. Ever. Ever. You just don't move up. You move up, you stay within four spots, moving up, down. And why would they ever get rid of him? Well, you can't Uh, stay for... I mean, he's been there a long time. We're about to do away with divisions. He's going to have to figure it out on offense, or they'll start going five and seven, six and six. But right now, they're they're on a run. They're winning seven, eight, nine games, and they're all happy because they're still a hoop school. But they've gotten into football a little bit, which is... Impressive, yeah. I mean, especially recruiting. I think Bama shuts their offense down this weekend. Yeah, I just don't see. And I'm talking. Yeah. I think it'll be difficult for Kentucky to get to double digits. Wow. Yeah, 27-10. ten. I'm not even sure they can do that. I mean, they had a pick six last week. They weren't. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, People are asking left and right. I mean, people love a coaching search, don't they? Isn't it amazing?
4: No doubt. And a QB battle.
0: (laughs) QB battles, coaching, you're exactly right. Quarterback battles and QB, um, quarterback battles and coaching searches, yeah. Uh, Rebel Greg says if Georgia is playing Bowers, they are scared and they think they need him to beat us.
4: You heard it here first. Georgia's scared of Ole Miss. Woo! Rebel George. Greg's into the Tito's early
0: <laughs> on a Wednesday. Georgia's scared, so they're playing Brock Bowers. That is brought to you by Hotty Toddy Jason and Landshark Greg. Rep- Landshark Rebel Greg on the Ag Up Equipment text line. Go to Canton or Pearl, Ag Up Equipment, and get your next John Deere tractor. Ag Up